0: Coming up on episode 58 of Anchor Persons.
1: I'm starting to think there's something a little creepy about Prince Andrew.
0: Tucker Carlson wants his candy boner back. Go pump yourself. He who smelt it couldn't see it. What's news? Stay tuned to learn. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Anchor Persons.
2: From the south and east of the northwest, the land of trees and rivers, and the one and only home of Bigfoot, it's Anchor Persons with Gene and Greg Person, Featuring sports, emotional weather, food crime, the podcast shopping network, and more. Anchors weigh you down. Cut loose with your news. Here's Gene and Greg. Good evening,
0: wherever you are, whoever you are, and welcome to Anchor Persons. I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. No relation. Anchor Persons is a news show for people who don't like news shows by people who don't like news shows. And uh, we're going to just dive right into tonight's story beats. Microsoft announced this week that it was buying scandalized gaming powerhouse Activision Blizzard. This will no doubt lead to a rebranding of the Xbox as Xybox.
1: Families are conserving their at-home COVID tests by sharing swabs,
0: to which doctors replied, Sure, why not? Who the fuck cares? Do whatever. Senate Minority Leader Joe Manchin, I'm sorry, that was a typo, Mitch McConnell publicly decried coverage of his statement that African Americans vote just as much as Americans. McConnell said people are making far too big a deal out of what is actually the least racist thing he's ever said or done. A new study claims that 100,000
1: lives could be saved annually if every adult exercised for just 10 more minutes a day, to which every adult replied, (laughs)
0: Cryptocurrency markets sank this week after colliding with an iceberg in the North Atlantic on their maiden journey. Somewhere an old, old lady is tossing a certificate of ownership of a picture of an ornate diamond necklace into icy waters.
1: According to Dr. Tom Frieden, who was director of the CDC under President Obama, if we do it right, we're going to have a 2022 in which COVID doesn't dominate our lives as much.
0: So in other words, we're fucked. A rare, pristine coral reef has been found off the coast of Tahiti. The reef is so innocent, untouched, and virginal that Matt Gates tried to Venmo it $700. <laughs> that is a really good joke.
1: President Let's Go Brandon recently called Steve Ducey a stupid son of a bitch, proving that a stop clock is right twice a day even if you can't draw one.
0: President Joe Biden addressed U.S. supply chain issues this week by calling them Buster and telling them to get lost. Elon Musk's company Neuralink is about to start human trials on their
1: brain implants. So don't be alarmed when you start to see people's heads exploding. It's just heroic disruption of the traditional brain paradigm.
0: All right. Well, that's enough of the news. Let's move on to main news. Okay, so Prince Andrew,
1: famous creep and non-sweater. And, and, and child rapist. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't don't want to leave out the salient details Um, (laughs) right now. In addition to that, as if that weren't enough, his former maid has revealed that uh, she spent hours every day arranging his collection of 72 teddy bears. Apparently, this took a whole day of training to get drilled the proper way to do the teddy bears. And then there was a diagram to follow. Uh, to make sure the teddy bears were properly arranged at night, seventy-two teddy bears, many of them dressed in sailor outfits.
0: He has seventy-two teddy bears. Yes, dressed in, yes, dressed in outfits. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. From all that's over the a, world. That's a little weird. Like I'm not, I'm not one to judge what people choose to collect, but that's that's a weird one. Now, are we sure these aren't just beanie babies? Like he was, he he bought into that whole craze. Oh, like, no, it seems like he's not a speculator because
1: the bears were arranged in order of size with the biggest ones at the back of the room and the smaller ones toward the front. Beanie babies, as we know, all quite small.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and uh, most of the was- same size. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a little creepy. I mean, it's it, it doesn't do anything to detract from the creepy vibe that Prince Andrew puts out.
1: Yeah, I mean, royals. What can
0: you say? They're all like I mean, that to varying degrees. I, I guess he he's been kicked out of the royal family basically at this point because well, because he he made he, I mean he committed the cardinal sin someone in the royal family can commit and got caught.
1: Well, see, and that's and that's exactly it, is that he's on the outs because he embarrassed them, but they <laughs> knew. We we can assume that they knew.
0: Yeah, very Neverland Ranch.
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I do want to know if Macaulay Culkin has ever been in the same room with Prince Andrew.
0: Well, let's move on to, to my first story. Uh, Tucker Carlson has uh, publicly bemoaned the fact that he's no longer attracted to... M Ms, after the less sexy rebranding that has taken place. Now Tucker Carlson famously is a media contrarian, but he's 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 also kind of like the frat boy who would get absolutely smashed on O'Doul's. Oh yeah, for he's sure. Like, Good call. He's a low rent, low rent Brett C- Brett Kavanaugh, you know. And this is interesting. I have an insider tip that M Ms may have actually made this change after repeated fan mail contact and even more disturbing fan art submitted by a certain F. Carlson. And I wonder if that's just a pen name.
1: Well, he just wants to take her out for a drink. Is that so wrong? It's getting to be in this world that you can't even hit on an anthropomorphic candy mascot. You don't even want to hit on the anthropomorphic candy mascot.
0: And that means the liberals of what? But see, doesn't he I mean, he espouses the belief that gender is an absolute and that you cannot change your gender. That facts are facts, right? And the green Eminem used to be a guy. Did it really? Oh yeah.
1: From what I understand, the only change really made to the brown Eminem was that they took her from like stiletto heels to kitten heels.
0: That's not yeah. a big deal.
1: Well, if you're a certain kind of man, like Tucker Carlson or Jerry Brudos, then uh, right. the- <laughs> nice. The kind of shoes that a woman wears is very, very important. Sure, sure. I don't particularly give two shits because it's candy mascots. Like,
0: why are you sexualizing
1: the candy mascots at all?
0: That's true. Actually, out of anyone in this situation, Tucker Carlson is the one sexualizing the candy mascot.
1: Well, and to be fair, that a lot of folks were talking about the candy mascots in a very sexual way this week. Um, mm. You know, there was a great article in Rolling Stone. Uh, let the M&M, let the Green Eminem be a slut, uh, for example, and there were a couple others that I saw. The difference is, is that in those articles, they were joking. They don't actually want to fuck the candy, right? I mean, he wants to take her out for a drink first. He's he's yeah, old school like she that. She should he's be
0: She should keep her eyes on that drink at all times. Is all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, do, do not leave your drink unattended. <laughs> With Tucker Carlson, that's for sure. Because he is, a, and um, I'm going to go ahead and, and call him what he is. He's a treatophile. mm mm-hmm. Now, I have some, uh, some regional news of interest to our Oregon listeners, which is mm. like a dozen of them, so most of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: there is a bill making its way through our state legislature now, uh, to make it legal for Oregonians finally to pump their own gas.
0: Oh, I am against this.
1: Oh, yeah. No, me too. For those of us, uh, for those in our audience who aren't uh, Oregonians, in Oregon, we are not allowed to pump our own gas. It is against the law. There has to be a trained professional there to put the nozzle in the hole and squeeze it.
0: That was oddly, I, I feel like I'm Tucker carlson your your verbiage there. Well,
1: I mean, are we sexualizing the gas pump in the car? It's kind of sexual already. Think about it.
0: yeah, they uh, they do this for a couple of reasons., uh, one is that it 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 keeps a large supply of gas pumping jobs out there, which aren't necessarily the best jobs, which might be why they're finding a hard time filling the open positions, which is why this bill is is you know, came about in the first place. but, Another uh, reason is, is you know, they claim it's it's a safety issue. I mean, a lot of people are able to pump their own gas, but I don't want to get out in the cold or the rain. I, I I like being able to just sit in my car. Someone does the work for me. And honestly, I've recently been to California where you pump your own gas and the gas here is much less expensive. Despite the fact that, uh, that we have tendency to pump it. Right. That really has no bearing on anything at all. Also, a lot of the proponents of this are either California transplants, not real Oregonians. Never will be. That was pretty harsh of me, wasn't it? I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> or they are the actual energy companies. And if like as a general rule, if the energy company is for it, I am against it and because if, they only they only operate under one guiding principle, and that is profit, profit over everything. And so, now I, I do want to clarify, if you come here from
1: another state that's not California, eventually you can become an
0: Oregonian, but not if you're from California. I'm sorry. I mean, if you come over young enough. I believe you can you can become an Oregonian. If if you come over after having traveled to other states and lived in other states and experienced a world that is not uniquely California, I'm willing to give you a pass on that sometimes too. So, yeah, I I, I will never vote for pump, self-pump gas. I I guess one of the provisions of the bill is that they have to still have the option of having an attendant pump your gas. So at least one attendant is going to have to be on duty at every station. Well, all that means is there's going to be one guy trying to pump everybody's gas because nobody's going to want to pump their own gas. Yeah, and give it enough time and they'll find a way to to let that guy go too. I mean, they will. Right, they'll, they'll just
1: replace it with a robot that says if a gas pump blows up, please press this button.
0: Right, so I'm 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 not in favor of it. I it might just be that I'm reluctant to embrace change, but I I kind of like that I don't have to deal with that shit.
1: Well, and and here's the thing: like, it's not actually a safety issue to pump your own gas. That's true. Like, no, 14... I mean I have
0: pumped my own gas in other states, and it's fine.
1: Right, but... forty-eight states pump their own gas, and nothing happens. <laughs> but you know, we we live a better quality of life here in Oregon because we have trained petroleum engineers mm-hmm. to take care of that for us.
0: All right. Speaking of gas. Oh, great segue. A, uh, a doctor has claimed it is possible to fart yourself blind. He's a plastic surgeon uh, and he, uh, he did a TikTok claiming that because when you fart, you can produce Hydrogen sulfide. Hydrogen sulfide could, if it gets into your retinal artery, cause, you know, blood pressure to reduce rapidly and make you go blind. However, we're talking about a concentration of, you know, 500 or greater parts per million in order to cause this kind of damage. That's not likely to happen unless you're like actively storing your farts up in like a tank or something. Or
1: like jars to sell them to freaks.
0: Oh, yeah, like fart jars. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I That's think cool. we, we've we discovered what put that lady in the hospital.
1: Right, exactly. See, she. we assumed that it was a GI issue, but mm-hmm. what if it was fart blindness?
0: God save me from fart blindness.
1: Well, I know that you're... I, I'm not going to, you know tell any tales out of school, but some people are more high risk for fart blindness than others.
0: <laughs> I, I, I think I know what you're
1: saying here. I just want to make sure that you're always in a well ventilated room.
0: Uh, yeah. You know, actually, we have uh, air doctors running at all times, so uh, no worries there. And keep your eyes as far away from your ass as possible. Yeah,
1: by all means. Now, I will say, though, that it's this is this is a very stupid thing to make a TikTok about, except he thought it would be funny and made a TikTok about it. And he was right about that. But right. the thing right. is, is to say that because you're it's like saying because your legs produce upward thrust, potentially
0: you could jump to the moon. Like, right. Sort of. It's it's like that old that old chestnut about if you drink enough water you will die.
1: Well, you know what's funny is actually more people suffer water toxicity than mm. um, than dehydration in some circumstances. That's
0: that's true. Because people get and, so horny for hydration. And and, and 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 in most cases it's alkaline water <laughs> or yeah. that raw water shit.
1: Yeah, that's good stuff. You get all Mm -hmm. your protozoa in one
0: (laughs) doves. All right. uh, It was just announced uh, yesterday that Justice Stephen Breyer is retiring from the Supreme Court, paving the way for a Biden appointment. This This is interesting news in the sense that he has clearly chosen not to follow in the footsteps of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and try to live forever. Well,
1: just until Hillary Clinton is president. So yeah, <laughs> forever.
0: Right, right. Biden has said that he's going to appoint a uh, a black woman, the first black woman to the Supreme Court. And checking our local uh, news threads about it was disappointing for me. Oh man, don't read the comments. Yeah, I shouldn't have, but I did. And it was a cesspool.
1: Well, I, you want to hear the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. Uh, Bill Crystal of the New York Times, mm-hmm. not the good one from the Legend of Curly's Gold,
0: the bad right. one
1: from the New York Times.
0: <laughs> yes, William Crystal, one one of the the many William Crystals in existence. Uh, he believes,
1: apparently in earnest, that uh, Kamala Harris is going to step down as vice president. Uh, in order to be nominated to the Supreme Court and that then Joe Biden will pick Mitt Romney as his vice president.
0: OK, let's let's pick this apart. Number one, Kamala is not even, I think, in consideration for that job. Well, she's, no. number, she, she's not really a jurist.
1: Well, she was she was the attorney general of uh, California or some such damn thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean, we've got we've got. Possible nominees who actually clerked for Supreme Court justices who are women of color, like Yale law school graduates. I mean, we have we have real like real qualified candidates.
1: Well, I don't think we have to necessarily uh, look at it too hard. I mean, this this Bill Crystal tweet could be used as an assessment tool after closed head trauma.
0: Now, yep. are we sure this wasn't Billy Crystal? Because that was pretty funny, what you said.
1: It is. It is funny, but um, if you look at the rest of his tweets, they're they're kind of more sad funny than funny funny. And mm-hmm. Bill Cri- Billy Crystal, the good Billy Crystal, is not a sad funny. He's he's just a funny funny.
0: Mm-hmm. I could see, I could see Biden appointing Mitt Romney <laughs> as his vice president, though, to try to build that bridge to people who. Don't want a bridge bill. That's that's such a Democrat move that I'm surprised no one's tried to do it already.
1: For sure, absolutely. I'm surprised Obama didn't try to make Eric Cantor his vice president.
0: Uh, a group of 83 Democrats has put together a a memo, um, telling President Joe Biden that he must cancel up to fifty thousand dollars in student loans before payments resume immediately. Well, and uh, the list—the list includes Chuck Schumer and Elizabeth Warren, but progressives, and uh, you know, AOC is in there too, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, for the Instagram constituency. Sure, sure. Well, you got to look good. I, I mean, this would be one thing he could do that would be wildly popular, which is exactly why he's not going to do it.
1: No, well. And the thing is that the the actual people in charge of the Democratic Party, like Nancy Pelosi, had previously said that she would back an effort to cancel student debt. And then mm-hmm. she had two of her biggest donors, um, who own a lot of debt, uh, call her up and say, under no circumstances, was she going to back the abolition of student debt? and. That was enough for her. She said, "Oh, wait, never mind." Which is it's
0: really disappointing. And she's running for office again. 80 oh, plus
1: years old. Christ. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. I'm I'm on the same page as the the covid doctors watching people swab their own noses and spit in each other's mouths. Just do whatever right. you want. Nobody cares. But I I have some uh, hot news coming in off the wire. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so Another cartoon has been desexualized. And once again, Fox News is
0: aghast. Oh, no.
1: Yes. And and this will be relevant to you because you're a Disneyland man. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So Minnie Mouse has swapped her red dress for a pantsuit. And the conservatives are baffled and horrified. They
0: get so bent out of shape out of the over the dumbest shit. Who is going to want to fuck the mouse now? Certainly not Tucker Carlson. No.
1: Well, what about Mickey? What are they what are they trying to say? Is Mickey is he a cuck? What what's going on? You
0: know. I don't know. What is it? I don't mean? know what the message here is.
1: Your woman used to dress sexy for you and now she's wearing pantsuits. What's happening, Mickey? Is the thrill gone? Has the spark died? What's what's wrong with your relationship?
0: The thing about Disney's move into, you know, this sort of stuff is is all fueled by the same kind of stuff as the M&Ms. It's, it's some PR
1: well, yeah, firm, it's... probably
0: internal PR firm, given the size of Disney, recommended that they 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 do this, that they finally embrace, you know, the 21st century or whatever. And, you know, that kind of plays out in, in that bit of news that broke this week about you know, probably the greatest actor of our generation. Phoebe Herman? Jared Leto? No. What? Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Peter Dinklage, you know, saying they they made this bold progressive choice in casting a Latina as Snow White, but they're still producing a live-action film called Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And Dwarves is a, you know, it's a... pejorative word well but and i i see
1: dinklage's point but these dwarves specifically are like a magical other race of people right they're not they're not human little people they're a different thing
0: i mean that i get that argument could be made and certainly plenty of non-little people i've seen in social media have tried to make that argument Disney has come out and said they're going to replace the, the dwarves with magical creatures.
1: Now, is it going to be so, like a like a different sort of magical creature? Like a, a new kind of magical creature? Or are they all just going to be different
0: talking animals? I, I don't know. I know one um, actor slash former professional wrestler who is also a little person came out and criticized uh, Dinklage's stance saying that those are six six jobs that they could have hired little people to play and i can see that argument too and he also said that uh dinklage didn't seem to be too uh, ashamed to play a dwarf in uh, game of thrones or in elf and i think that's a little bit of a stretch because the character he was playing in elf was a very successful children's book author The character he was playing in Game of Thrones was the one of the leads of the entire series.
1: Well, and it's 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 tough to say, because, like, on the one hand, if you do it right, it's representation, right? And you're showing different facets of members of a community. But if you do it wrong, then you're just doing stereotypes.
0: Right. And it's but I mean, you can start by rebranding it with a different name. It could just be Snow White. It could be. Uh, Well, and what are those guys really adding to
1: the story anyway? Like, do we even need the seven magical creatures?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we do need someone to take in Snow White after she's kicked out of the the Queen's Castle and all that business.
1: I don't don't know. Because what if she just, like, finds an Airbnb?
0: Well, yeah. And that's the other thing. It's like, maybe she just she just makes her own way. Right. is that is that so bad that she has she has to rely on not one but seven men well to I'm give not, her safety I, yeah um, I can I can see what you're saying here
1: yeah you know I mean I'm not so interested in in uh, Disney anything that they do or the corporate woke washing that we're seeing everywhere because on the one hand yeah those those were jobs that they could have hired little people actors for but if you're mm-hmm. just being hired to be
0: the long duck dong of little people is right. that a job you really want right I, I completely agree with that I, I don't know I, I don't think it's up for us to decide I think it's I think it's you know we listen to the little people but let's move on to another story a drug suspect found with fentanyl and a bag of hypodermic needles claimed the need- the syringes that he had were for fishing according uh-huh. to an arrest report I love it. That's that's a pretty novel take there. Haven't heard anything like that before. Well, They're not I mean, barbed. How How are they for fishing? Well, because you
1: only have to give a fish a very small amount of fentanyl.
0: Oh, and yes. Yes, I see. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely a way to catch fish. A French surgeon is facing legal action after he... So he... Uh, He attempted to sell an image, an x ray, of one of the victims of the Vodaclon shooting Mm -hmm. as an NFT. Yeah, I saw that. That is, um, not everything can be NFTs, guys. I'm sorry to break it to you. Right. I mean, here in America, that would never fly because of HIPAA, but still. And uh, the final story I pulled here is that Twitter has banned a Wordle spoiling bot account that I guess just started posting the next day's words on on Twitter. That is awful. Why do people do shit like this? See, I don't know because I saw that was
1: happening. I obviously, you know, I'm not on Twitter anymore because I value my mental health. But mm-hmm. um, I saw that this was happening and people were outraged. What kind of piece of shit is just getting off on spoiling people's fun like that?
0: Yeah it's unconscionable
1: there's you know there's nothing to be gained by it at all nobody pays for wordle it is a gift given to the world for free
0: and and it's a wonderful gift it's so fun wordle's great fun i look forward to it every day you know i go to the wordle archive
1: and i just blast through wordles and and I'm, i'm i'm killing it on wordles
0: so my final, uh, my final comment on main news today is that companies are making record profits right now, and that all this media coverage is calling out rampant inflation. Those two things can't really coexist. It's not rampant inflation. Companies are fleecing the American consumer, and the emperor has no clothes.
1: Yep, yeah, no argument here.
0: Greetings, gentle listeners. If you enjoy this podcast, you may also like Brosé, a murthy talk show starring four bros who sip wine and consider questions submitted by you, the audience, about current events, pop culture, and which Muppet you should get tattooed on your back. Subscribe to Brosé wherever you get your podcasts. That's B-R-O-S-E. Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. All right. If you are in need of timely advice... You're in luck in about 11 months. Greg and Jean are back with more touching tips.
1: Yes, indeed, folks. This week we're talking about New Year's resolutions because it's nearly February. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. My New Year's resolution this year is 4K.
1: Entrenched habits are hard to break, so I recommend picking up a bad habit for Christmas to drop at New Year's, which is much easier.
0: Trying to lose pounds in the New Year? I recommend investing in Great Britain's currency.
1: Start demanding credit for all the bad habits you've never done but could have, because isn't that better anyway?
0: I've already fulfilled my other New Year's resolution of letting a complete stranger cut my scrotum open, so it's smooth sailing from here.
1: Tell everyone you've resolved to find something nice to say about everyone you hate, and then
0: compliment their shoes. All right, it is time for the emotional weather. This week's emotional weather, wild, smiled and out of styled. Okay.
1: Well, for my wild weather, I got to thinking about a show that we all remember as a huge phenomenon back in the day, by which I mean like 10 years ago, um, Mm -hmm. which we've all just kind of forgotten has disappeared from the popular consciousness. I'm talking about lost. Mm -hmm. I don't -hmm. think anyone's trying to rewatch lost because I was thinking about it and I realized I don't actually know what that show was about. Oh, really? I watched like seven seasons of it and I don't know what it was about. Like it was people stuck on an island and the island was purgatory but then they had to pretend it wasn't and so then they pulled a bunch of stuff out of their asses for like the next six seasons and it that's, ended... that's
0: not a That's not at all what was happening.
1: Okay, well, yeah, like enlighten me because I, I honestly don't know. Okay,
0: me. at no point was the island purgatory. That all was happening. The island was a moving in its own kind of pocket universe and you had to have sort of precise calculations as because the island moved you had to you had to have precise you know directions and coordinates at any given time to reach the island and there were only windows under which you could get there um, the island was not really what the story was about though that was just the setting it was about the relationships and the the people who made their lives on and off the island and the ending which took place in a kind of afterlife the the final season took place in both a kind of afterlife and the island was was about the fact that you reconnect with those people who you helped forge a path with when you pass on it it was an interesting I, i know a lot of people hated it but I I, I I, at least understood it
1: well I never did get to the finale I think I tapped out
0: in like the second to last season so my story for Wild when you have a child and you want to be a good parent it's hard to watch your child become media obsessed we do our best to regulate little Gene's screen time but I want to say that I'm grateful for programs that provide something other than brainless joyless moving shapes to that end I'd like to take a moment to celebrate the Wild Kratts program on PBS. Little Gene loves the show, loves to imagine himself gaining animal powers, and doesn't even realize he's learning all kinds of things about animals in the process.
1: That's great. Um, For my smiled weather, I want to talk to you about a a fellow who recently passed away, Um, the Vietnamese Buddhist monk uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, who was Mm. 95. Um, He had suffered a stroke about seven years ago. Uh, that left him unable to speak. But he'd still been fairly active. And um, he was a, a person who had a big influence on my life. And always made me smile to think of him. And still does. So, very Well, you introduced
0: around. me to his writing. And I, I have to say it made a big difference in my life. In some particularly dark periods where the the message of, of what I was reading was exactly what I needed to what is exactly what I needed to understand.
1: Yeah. He's, he's good like that. And there's, you know, he really did give everything that he had to the world. So there's, there's nothing that's lost by him having passed on everything (laughs) that, that he had to share is still out there. So you can pick up one of his many, many, many books. I have no idea how many books he wrote. I know that I haven't read them all. Um, mm-hmm. And you can be connected to him even now. So I encourage you, if you want to get to know a great human being, check him out.
0: And one of the principal lessons I learned from his writing is is that nothing nothing can be unmade, just as nothing can be made. And for that reason, I, I was not incredibly sad over his passing.
1: Right. That is exactly right. It is, it's a founding tenet of... His belief system which became my belief system uh, as a, a Zen Buddhist that you can't ever die because you weren't ever born. you can't go away because you never arrived
0: mm-hmm. like you are in every scrap of food that you ate when you were growing up and even now you are you are interconnected to the universe in a myriad of ways that you can't even comprehend. And all of those things would have to be eliminated to unmake you. And that's just not possible. Right.
1: Every everything was always here and always will be there's literally it is impossible to lose him or to lose anybody or anything. So Mm
0: -hmm. I I draw comfort from that, I really do.
1: Yeah, I I, I honestly, you know, his passing, it, it really didn't disturb me at all. Mm hmm. The only thing that I regret is that I I didn't actually get a chance to meet him in person and tell him everything that he had done for me. But Mm. um, I did send him a letter once. And although I didn't receive a reply, I I believe he probably read it. Because from what I understand, he did read uh, as much of his correspondence as he could. So
0: that's wonderful. Yeah. My smiled uh, weather is while we're on the subject of uh, content, I've been feeling a weird mix of emotions lately and have found myself looking for media that's kind of dumb, but also kind of funny. And that seems to be the sweet spot for me in early 2022. Peacemaker on HBO Max fits that bill, but there's also a new series coming to Netflix called Murderville that I think might be just as good. It's a brilliant idea. I watched the trailer this morning and I smile. Now, what is Murderville? So it stars Will Arnett as a detective named Ted Seattle. Nice. And every episode, he is paired with a celebrity guest who is not given a script and has to solve a murder. That sounds
1: like it's going to be an absolute train
0: wreck, but I'm for it? Yeah, and and some of the guest stars are incredibly funny people. There's Conan O'Brien. There is uh, Kumail Nanjiani, who is probably in my opinion, the funniest comedian out there. I'm really excited about this series.
1: Yeah, that, that could be really good. I had no idea about that. And I look forward to learning more about it and potentially even watching it. All right. Well, for my out of style weather, I learned a new word the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes to us from the Zoomers. God bless them. Um, it's called mm. Chugi. Now, chuggy is spelled C-H-E-U-G-Y. Gene, have you ever heard of anything being chuggy? No. Well, chuggy is a way of being basic in a way that is out of touch and kind of sad. Mm. Like, for example, millennials
0: are chuggy. Okay. (laughs) Right. Are they? Yeah, we are super chuggy. Don't, I mean, don't include me in your millennial rant. I'm a, I'm a Gen Xer. You're like the youngest, you're like the last Gen Xer ever born though. That's not true. That's not true. Gen X's cutoff is 80 and I was born in 78.
1: Eh, still, like my mom is, is Gen X. You're, you're like in this weird liminal space between Gen X and, and millennial.
0: Yeah. They call us, they call us Xennials. Oh, that
1: fucking sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're not standing Yeah, it's terrible. That. So. Well, I'm, I'm not going to be able to adequately explain Chugi because I'm not a yeah, Zoomer. I, f- so. I feel like,
0: am I Chugi because I don't understand Chugi? Yes. Yes, you absolutely oh. are. Well, you know, the train passes all of us at some point.
1: Right. I mean, I'm Chugi too. I'm, I'm wearing a Bernie 2020 t-shirt. How Chugi could that be? That's the Chugi. The train
0: passes us, I say. Ah. <laughs> uh. So um, my out of styled weather, because I'm just moving on, I recently got a next gen gaming system Uh, on browsing the available titles. I found that the, the biggest hits were things like Skyrim and Grand Theft Auto V. In fact, across both major next gen systems, a lot of the titles available are from two generations ago and the others are from the last gen. Like, I know there's always a ramp up when you're introducing new systems, but it's pretty crazy that they've produced almost nothing new apart from indie offerings. And given the state of employer-employee relations in the gaming industry, I'm not sure that's going to improve anytime soon.
1: Well, it kind of reminds me of um, an old person's extremely chuggy rant uh, recently (laughs) about (laughs) how um, old music is eclipsing new music because... The thing is, is that music of every time period of the last hundred years is pretty much all equally accessible now. If you want to listen to Count Basie, you can. If you want to listen to 38 Special, we got you. And so the music that's made now, which is bland, middle of the road pop music to somewhat appeal to the broadest possible audience, is losing out to music that was actually made for a specific audience who deeply enjoy it so hmm. you know nobody's listening to Dua Lipa or whatever the fuck because they can listen to Gloria Gaynor sure sure. so I feel like the same thing is kind of happening in games the the medium has gotten to the point where a game that was made 10 years ago is still pretty good it's still pretty playable and that's true you would rather but I, I, I
0: I do long for new stories well,
1: but video games aren't real art. Like we've we've established this on the podcast.
0: I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Enough. Every star on the flag is a spoonful of dirt on the casket of a warming world. And so we present State Up, our weekly review of all 50 states in the Union.
1: That's a beautiful epitaph.
0: Thank you. <laughs> this week we present facts about South Carolina. Uh, fun fact, the capital of South Carolina, Columbia, is the setting of the hit Disney film in <laughs> That's funny.
1: South Carolina has one of the best flags. Dope-ass flag, no notes.
0: South Carolina has the distinction of being the second most important Carolina alphabetically.
1: The state dance is the Carolina shag, which is also what they call your mom.
0: The state bird of South Carolina is the Carolina wren. The state cat is the Carolina stimpy.
1: People have lived in the area we now call South Carolina for thousands of years, and they're almost all forgotten, as the people who live there now will one day be. Lost to all, except perhaps God.
0: Our final segment tonight, as every week, is called Person to Person and Person, where we share your valuable feedback with our audience. We don't really have a lot of feedback to share this week, uh, but I am really happy to have returned to the sort of new hybrid format. I'm excited to see how this episode comes out. What say you, Greg?
1: Yeah, um, you know, we'll see if uh, if it feels good. We'll just keep doing it.
0: Yeah. As always, I'd like to give a shout out to the Bros at Bros A, who, you know, we got their backs, they got our backs. It's wonderful. And to our voiceover artist, Adam West, who you can find on Fiverr or at his website, awestprod.com. And of course, thank you, all of our loyal listeners, our beautiful Tims, our sister wives, one of our only sources of positive endorphins besides Wordle and the occasional slice of cake. Indeed. You are the cake of people.
2: Folks, that's all the news the Persons have for you tonight. Would you like a haiku written about the topic of your choice? Send your topic, and the Anchor Persons might just make that happen. Gene and Greg love your feedback, and there are so many ways to give it to them. Send them an email, anchorpersonspodcast at gmail.com. Find them on Twitter, at anchorpersons, Or visit their website, anchorpersonspodcast.com, where you can leave an audio message via SpeakPipe, as well as find full episodes of the show, blog posts, and more. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcatcher of your choice. Or simply tell a friend. Until next time... This is Gene Person saying you should always end a comedy set with a callback. And this
1: is Greg Person saying, start demanding credit for the bad habits you've never done, but could have. Good night.
0: Brown M&M, I had the dream about you again last night. You were lonely, needing to be held, and so I took your round body into my arms and you kissed me deeply and with feeling. Your hard candy shell crumbled in my manly embrace and in no time, your heels had found a new place to rest. My shoulders. Whatever the slogans say, I certainly melted in your mouth and in your hands. Why don't you write me back, baby? I love you. Nobody gets me like you do.
2: Sincerely, F. Carlson.